Welcome to the TimeSync Podcast. This is episode 8, and uh, I am your co-host, Hamza. And I'm the other co-host, Amaldeep. And today we're going to talk about... And put the music there, I guess. <laughs> okay. Alright. Amaldeep, you play video games, right? We've discussed video games before. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we play a little bit of connoisseurs, maybe. No, no, I'm kidding. But we play, we play video games... But here's the question. Do you prefer physical copies or digital copies of games? I know this is going to sound... I feel like this is going to sound weird just because I feel like I come off as a person that's very practical. Like, I'm very, you know, I'm very function over form kind of person overall. Where I care more about the, how easy is something to do as opposed to how does it look. But I actually prefer physical over digital. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, is there a reason for that? I don't know. Some, it's, a, it's a combination of a lot of things, honestly. It's one, when I have the physical thing, it just looks nice. I like having the physical thing. I like having the uh, the box that can like, kind of display when it's with the other games together. Also, oh, you keep it like, you keep the box as well and keep it like stacked up in a bookshelf somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Well, not, it gets stacked up and I don't have a bookshelf, so it's like vertically stacked. But yeah, I have them like stacked up together. Okay, okay. So I like, I want to just like look at that. I think that looks nicer than having to go through like files on my game system. But another thing, the, the more practical reason for why I don't like digital downloads is the idea that when you digitally download something, most of the time you don't actually own the game. You just, you own like a license to the game. And if the company that publishes that game decides to like just pull pull it, they can pull it. Mm, I see, I see. So like if I say you know I run out, I run out of memory on my whatever device I'm using, and I want another game, so I uninstall one game and then go and reinst- buy the other one and install it. If I ever want to go back to that other game, I have to hope that they ha- it has to be taken off the market or anything, so I can replay the game I'd already bought and already bought. You've already bought. You could always just um, save it into, like, some external, like, you know, storage. I mean, it's not like you, you, won't, have it, you won't have it deleted anymore, right? That's true, but then it's just, like, an extra step at that point. We have to, like, go get, like, an external storage device. Well, if you have, like, a ton of games, I'm pretty sure people that buy digital games, they're going to have a bunch of storage because they know they're going to buy a bunch of digital games. Maybe, but I guess that is like, a chicken or egg situation where it's, like, if you buy a bunch of games, you have the storage for a bunch of games. If you have the storage for a bunch of games, you buy a bunch of games digitally. But I'm neither of those. So I have neither. Mm, okay, I don't think it's that chicken and egg because, like, uh, I'll, I'll give you, like, first of all, you know, I think this mainly applies to console gaming because... Oh, yeah, I can't remember the... I, can't, I don't think I've ever seen a physical PC game in, like, years. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. I mean, they're probably still sold, but I don't think anyone buys any. They're more of a novelty than actual thing you'd buy for practical purposes. Yeah, exactly. So on PC gaming, it's pretty much all digital, pretty much. But on console gaming, there is that little bit of, you know, hmm, should we get physical or digital? You know, when I first started, I really liked physical games because like you said, I really like the idea of having the, um, like I, I like the idea of having the physical cartridge for at least for a Nintendo Switch. Having that physical cartridge was like, oh, you, I got this. And also it was pretty convenient to like swap the cartridges but this is where I'm getting to, okay? So, once you get more than, like, three games, 
Um, and at least for a Switch, you know, it's mobile, so you can bring it around and stuff. It's kind of a pain to, like, how are you going to bring so many games with you on the go? Um, besides that point, if you're using the Switch, um, like, let's say you're not even traveling, but you're using the Switch, if the game is digitally downloaded, then you can just scroll into your game menu and, like, just pick any game and then go play. But if it's not, you'd have to, like, pop the cartridge out, put the other cartridge in, and then play that game. But then you're like, oh, now I don't feel like this game needs to pop it off, pop it off again. And then I know it's, like, a little bit of a, it's like it's, like, a tiny thing, but it's still, like, that mental, like, time is being spent and and you know you have to pop it off and put and it's like you may as well just scroll your thumb and then click on that game so i've been i've changed to pretty much i like digital games just just because they're so convenient and they're very convenient i do i do totally believe that we're gonna reach a point where like this why like what happened with pc games games won't be really the norm they become a novelty that some people buy but most people don't we're just like in this weird like middle ground where some people do and some people don't right now and I'm on the other side where, like, I just want to hang on to the physical as long as I can. But I actually, the thing you described about, like, having to, like, take out the game and put in a different game, I actually really enjoy that. I, I, I consider that part of the experience of games. It's like, oh, I gotta, like, click, I have to get up, click out the game, look through my library with my physical eyes, move my hand across the spines and find the game I want, get that game, put it in. Like, I, I consider that part of the experience, a part that I really enjoy. Sure, sure. Uh, I I can I can see that. I just feel like for me personally, like it's just way more convenient to just you know you're done. But you know that the licensing point that you made, like if you have a digital copy, is basically just a license. Well, that's if you like like you said, if you delete the game and it's on the e store or whatever store they have on the on the online and then the store goes down or whatever yada yada. Of course, but even for physical copies that are tied to the internet, um, like they have online they have online games. I mean like online play online modes like online only yeah online only and their servers go down well so does your physical copy then because you can't play the online modes and so that's i mean what i'm saying is you know a lot of games are online these days so you're gonna be screwed anyways like using physical or digital that's true but that's like i feel that's a if you do if you buy this game 10 years from now you're gonna be screwed no matter what but that doesn't apply to a lot of other games 10 years from now so what's the difference between doing that and digital games then it's the same 10 year difference then right like uh, i guess what i'm trying to say is like are you going to be playing that game 10 years down the line and if you are well the game's going to be like not only is the game going to be dead but it's going to be dead like the servers are shut down no i mean i mean specifically for online only games okay so like online only games if you buy it physical you buy digital you're basically you know that at some point the servers are going to turn off and this game will no longer be playable okay then I can kind of see like, okay, do I think the game will be accessible through the online store longer or as long as the servers are up? And the odds are probably yes. If the if they're willing to keep the servers up for the people to play the game, they're gonna keep the servers up to allow someone to download the game. Right. So those are like tied one to one. The game becomes unplayable physically and digitally at the same time whether the server shut down for the game or you're just not able to download them anymore. But that only applies... I still think that's a small subset of games and especially a very small subset for the games I play. Okay, there is... There, I just realized there is another thing, which is, uh, at least for Nintendo Switch, they have some kind of... like They have these points, right? Where once you buy a game, they give you some points and you can spend those points to buy more games, essentially. And so, I, I'm like... 
I'm pretty sure you can only spend those points like in the actual store, like the like the digital store. So even if you get the points buying a physical copy, which you can, and then or even buy a digital copy, you still have to spend those points in the digital store. So in that sense, those points that you're getting, I mean, you can only buy digital games with them. You can't buy physical games. Another you know another point for digital, right? Well, I'm not saying that I'll never buy a digital digital game. I'll never refuse a quote unquote free game. Because it's digital only. Like, I have plenty of games on my phone. I, every phone has only d digital games. There are no physical games for phones. Same thing with, like, the Nintendo Switch thing. If I had enough points to get a free game, I would just take it as a digital only because it's free. And I understand I have no choice in the matter, so I'll take it. I guess the point I was saying with that is that goes into consideration when you're deciding should I go, you know, hardware or should I go physical or should I go digital because then you're like well you know if everything's gonna if it's gonna be digital anyways may as well just focus on digital side because oh uh, see so i mean like you, you you don't want to split your library between physical games and digital games it's all or nothing in but one I'm, I'm, i mean like i have a hybrid right now and i'm pretty sure most people do have some some sort of hybrid but like the point still stands which is kind of like you know when you're getting a physical game well i'll get to that in a second but the the problem is like for digital games you know you have to know that you have to get some kind of storage if you if you actually play a lot of games like most of the storage that the the original Switch comes with, it's not a lot. It's not enough. You're gonna need to get some more storage. For physical games, you don't need that, so you don't have to think about it. But then once you start spending points and stuff, you might be like, hmm, maybe I do. And that kind of like, you know, ruins that. But you know, I'm I'm gonna say something that the reason why I prefer digital more than physical, actually the biggest reason, like I said, the convenience. Uh, okay, the cartridges are that's nice. But the biggest reason, uh, and this is the reason why I switched to digital, is because Let's say I wanted to buy, let's say I wanted to play Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. All right, it was a pretty common game for Nintendo Switch. Now, what can I do? If I want the physical copy, I'd have to drive to the store or because it's kind of difficult in these times, you could also just buy online, you know, through Amazon, etc., etc. But let's say you want to play like right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like right now, you want to play. Well, if you buy it digitally, you can play it literally right now. So there is that little bit of, oh, I can play the game right now versus... I gotta go do some stuff, then I get the game, and then I can play. I guess it also depends. This, I, I imagine that depends heavily on how often you buy games, because from once again going back to like the popping the cartridge out and putting a new cartridge in, going to the store, anticipating to buy a game, buying that game, and coming home, is also for me a part of the experience. It's also because I don't buy games that often. I, I, it's, there's usually huge gaps of time between when I buy one game and buy another. So those are these are relatively spread out travels. So maybe if I bought a game like every week or every month, the drive to and from the store might be, accumulate and might consider it too much of a time investment for wanting to play a game. But because I buy games so rarely, I associate that drive to the store and back as like this fun little thing I get to do when I go to buy a new game. Yeah, so fun. The thing is, like again, it's just so nice to like I want to play the game right now. Dang, I have to go to the store tomorrow then. Oh, the stores are closed tomorrow. Or or it's too far or this. Or it's sold out in that store. Or... Oh, digitally? Let me just click the button and then bam, we have the game. We're ready to go. We're, you know, we're chilling. You also need a decent internet connection and enough time for the thing to download. And games are pretty big downloads. It doesn't... Honestly, if you live like in in a certain area where you have good connection, I don't... It's not, it's not. I mean, what I'm saying is it's not a big deal is what I'm saying. I don't find... Even the download times are not that crazy. As as part of my experience, I mean, obviously, everyone has their own. 
But as far as I've checked, you know, it's not. And aren't some games only digital? Like digital only games? Oh yeah, totally. But uh, quite a few, especially indie games. So are there any games that are physical only? I don't. I doubt it. Not anymore. Yeah, I don't think there so. Might, there was probably a period of time where that was a thing, but I don't think so anymore. I think getting a physical release requires so much more work compared to a digital release that I feel like the effort required to get a physical release, along the way, you're checking the boxes for the digital release anyways. Yeah, okay. Also, you know, when a game first gets released, it's very hard to get. Or if it's a very popular game, it's very hard to get anyways because everyone's like, oh, I want to get it, I want to get it, I want to get it. So it might be difficult. In that sense, again, digital is pretty good because there's no fighting for this kind of stuff. It's just you get there, you click it, you're done. No, you can't scalp digital copies. Exactly, exactly. So there are benefits and there are drawbacks. I really like the digital, mainly for that for the reason of you know it's just super convenient. But I see I see the I see the benefit in both. Doesn't the PlayStation? I know the PlayStation Five. I'm not sure about the the, the new Xbox. It has two versions, right? One with the disc drive and one without. Honestly, I don't I don't know enough about the PlayStation Five. I know I know PlayStation does. I don't know about the Xbox. It really shows how publishers are really pushing for the di- the digital only. They understand this is a trend that's this is the way things are going, because you can buy a PlayStation Five that doesn't have a disc drive. You can only download games to it, only play games dig- digitally. Yeah, yeah, and you know the disc drive itself. It pro it's probably like it's a component in the hardware, right? So if you knock that out of the park, I mean, then you have a little bit more space to do something else that could also help with something. I'm not sure. I don't think for digitally you need like a special component for digital downloads, except for storage, of course. I'll see if, if I can find how much the PlayStation 5 costs and is it different based on the disc or diskless version? Oh, I'd expect the diskless version to be cheaper. It is. Okay, this is one website. I just randomly clicked the first link I found on on the search engine. And from what it says here, the disc version costs 500 and the digital version costs 400 Oh. So it's 100 bucks just to have that disc drive. Wow, that's, that's, that's like a whole, that's like a game and a half or something, right? It's pretty good. I, it might be less than a game and a half now because I think they increased the cost of games for the new consoles. You shake my head, bro. They, they're, getting, they're getting too greedy. I think it's still like a game and a quarter. Okay. It's, okay. Maybe we'll just say one. A hundred bucks is still a hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. So when you're buying it, you'll be like, mm, wow, I can spend a hundred more bucks. I mean, you know, technically. I, I I highly suspect that the disc drive doesn't actually cost a hundred bucks to install and everything. I think the Sony just really wants you to buy the the digital version of it. Yeah. How much? How much does the Xbox cost? Uh, I got. I got. I got to Google that now. Let's see. Also depends on which Xbox. On the on the two, right? Two versions. I have no idea, dude. No the idea. series, I think it's Series S and Series X. It's not. It's not like the iPhone SE versus the iPhone. There's like a, a cheaper alternative model that has lower specs but, is more affordable. Once again, first link. Here we go. Oh, here it is. Okay, according to this, CNN article they just found. Okay. The Xbox Series X will cost four ninety nine. That's all it says. It didn't. It didn't say anything about a discless version or anything so i'm assuming it's just the one cost 4.99 hmm interesting so theirs just cost 500 yeah there's no 400 alternative let's see if i think about the series s because i'm pretty sure the series s was supposed to cost less all right see 300 for the xbox s series 300 but also it's 
it's all digital, disk free. And it's also 512 gigabytes, not one terabyte, like the Xbox X. Well, that's pretty good, actually. That's pretty good, to be honest. Actually, it's a pretty good price for a console, for a next-gen console, yeah. Yeah, and 512 gigabyte, that's that's so much. That's not even a little bit. That's a lot. Although, you know, I mean, Xbox games do have, like, they're they're really big. They're, they're, big. they're really, really big. Yeah, but that's I think that's still pretty good. So, I'm not I'm not really up to date on like I haven't kept up with Microsoft and their press conferences. So I don't know if this I just just I'm going off this one website, what this one Best Buy website search. Right. It looks like the Xbox Series X has a disc drive, and the Series S does not. So if you were to buy an Xbox or a PlayStation, would you go for the disc one or the discless one? Like with the with the with this with the cut in the money like. Sway, persuade you enough to buy the other version probably honestly yeah i think this because I, I i've always been on the cusp of going to digital only i've been like near there but i've just been kind of hanging on because i enjoy the physical so much right but this would be like the the straw that breaks the camel's back where i would totally switch over to digital only which i am assume saves the company a bunch of money because they have to make physical hardware yeah and saves the environment you know what i'm saying that's true too Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Could, it could be like, oh, but now the servers actually cost do way more damage environmentally in the end. Who knows? Yeah, but oh, but less pl- less plastic. So you know, turtles live. There we go. Happy. Less small parts for children to choke on. Do you ever lick your uh, Switch cartridges? Yeah, of course, always. Every single time I get a physical. No, really, have you? I'm not even joking. What do you mean? Every single time I get a physical copy, I lick the first thing I do is lick it. <laughs> I can't tell you a joke. I legit can't tell you it's not. No, I'm not. wait. I'm being 100 percent serious. The first time I looked at just because you know I wanted to see the like the rumors are does it taste bad and yeah it tastes kind of looks a little weird. But then I have to test every single one now. <laughs> oh my god! I haven't licked a single one of mine yet. What? Why? No. I don't want to lick my cartridge, dude. Bro, you're crazy. I'm the crazy one for not licking a cartridge. Yeah, you're you're literally. I mean, okay, dude. If someone, if you'd heard that, oh, oh, if you lick this cartridge, it'll taste bad. And they do this for a reason. And I'd, I'd be so curious. I'd be like, hmm, I wonder. Lick. I've totally been compelled a couple of times to do it. The only thing that's stopping me is that I'm never in the same room or close enough to my Switch to do it. Wow. Yeah, you should try it. Whenever I have like, these weird like compulsions, like maybe I should do it. Maybe I should lick this piece of plastic. But then I'm always like, I gotta get up. I gotta go get the thing. Like, eh. Yo, whenever... Dude, literally what, you, what you're saying is... The problem that I have with physical games, you have to literally go up, choose the game. And you're saying, you're already saying that this is a pain. When you're going up to change the game, literally just lick it. Like, <laughs> you're playing up another game, just lick it. No, it never occurs to me at that moment. It only occurs to me when, like, I'm on the couch in the living room, working oh, on yeah. something. And then I'm like, I should, lick that, I should lick that cartridge. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And honestly, at this point, I just kind of, I, I have this weird thing where I like to keep streaks going. And so I'm trying, and like now I kind of don't want to lick it because I want to be like I never licked it, and just keep that going. It's not really a streak in the sense that it's not. No one's counting, but uh, I I am counting. It but you know, I'll just say you'll never you'll never experience the beautiful taste. Something that bitter. Yeah, the beautiful taste of a Nintendo Switch cartridge. So I don't know if that entices you enough. I mean, it's just a tiny lick. You know, it's really it's really like very tiny, and you'll feel it immediately. So is it really that bad? Like, to be honest, I don't think it was bad. It was just, like, a very strong taste. It didn't, like, make you want to throw up or anything. It was just, like, it just made you want to take the cartridge out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, no, it didn't make me want to throw up at all. It was just, like, whoa, what is this? Also, you mentioned how you have to, like, keep licking them. Is that, like, whenever you get a new game? Or is it 
every time you change, you take out a cartridge, you're like, one lick. No, what the heck? It's a whenever I get a new game, you know, I have to test that game. Uh, cause I was going to ask you, like, does the does it wear off of it after a time? Like, after the 15th lick, is it no longer as pungent? Bro, I've only licked the cartridges once. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I, it's like, I'm not an animal. I, I've only licked them once. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, listened, I haven't licked them a bunch of times, so I have no idea if, if it does or if it doesn't, but... All I can say is from my experience, which is... Way too much. Which was still a really good experience. I was like, oh, I licked it. No, I licked it, and I was like, oh my god, I have to tell everyone. I told my sisters, told my parents. Did they lick it? Yeah, you gotta be like, you gotta lick this, dude. And then, um, I don't think my parents did, but anyways, that's not the point. But the point is, tasted, tasted, tasted like something you should try. I keep that in mind. You know, that is a benefit over phys- physical over digital, because you can't lick digital games, I'm just saying. <laughs> this is true, you can't do it. It's impossible. What are you gonna do? Lick the hard drive? Come on. Yeah, it's not gonna work. It is weird, not weird, but it's actually, I think it's actually pretty smart that like they considered that like this is small enough that someone could try to eat a child could eat it. This code isn't gonna taste horrible. That's some actually pretty. That's a pretty forward thinking. I would assume that would be like a reactionary measure, not like a proactive measure. Well, I wonder if it's even if it's even done anything. Like if it's even helped. Like, did they test this? They're like, here, a child, eat this. And the child's like, I don't want to eat this. It, it tastes bad. And they're like, ha I got him. Or like, <laughs> I don't know. I imagine they didn't, I imagine they didn't test it on children. But they just had, like, adults go, like, lick. Oh, it's terrible. Good enough. Yeah, because I don't think adults are going to be eating it. Which makes you, now it makes me wonder, what does the cartridge taste like without the spray? Or without the chemical? Just plastic? Yeah, probably just plastic or any piece of, you know. Not, nothing crazy. A very dull, dull flavor. Potentially. All right, Hamza. You know you haven't watched Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, I haven't watched it. Does the name Joffrey mean anything to you? Yeah, I mean I know the characters. Well, not all of them, but some of them. Okay, but you know who Joffrey is. Yeah, everyone hates him. Exactly, and that's the thing we're talking about. How everybody hates him. Now. Back when Game of Thrones was like, like back when Joffrey was a very important character in Game of Thrones, I remember he- hearing about how actors, the actor who plays him, would get basically harassed because of the things his character did on the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I kind of just wanted to hear your opinion on this. Like, I know obviously it's, obviously, well, hopefully, it's obviously wrong. But like, does, it, does it surprise you? Does it not surprise you this is a thing? Yeah, this is pretty common with villains as well, right? People are just like, oh, how could you do this? It's like, bro. No, I mean, of course this is just completely wrong. Like, uh, like they're acting. Like, literally their job title. They're actors. They're acting bad. Or they're acting evil. Or they're acting like a person that's not good. And that's what people see. But of course, if you're, if you're, if you're young and you don't, you don't know this, you're like, oh, wow. Well, how could someone do something that bad? And you're not even thinking, but it's not even real. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I can I can definitely see uh, I can understand uh, when I can well understand is the wrong word but I can I can see it happening. You aren't totally surprised. Yeah, that's the, yeah. I'm not surprised at all, but it's just it's a shame, and I feel disappointed in people that do that. It's interesting that you mentioned kids, because I I remember like as a kid I would I would recognize actors and actresses by their characters. Yeah, same, same. Like if I had like when I grew up. Like, I, I knew Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man before I knew him as Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, exactly. If I ever saw him, be like, oh, that's Iron Man. 
and even now like i'm still i'm not i'm not great with names in general and so i i have a lot of i'll usually be like oh that's the guy from this i won't i won't say that's so and so i won't say the character like i wouldn't say that's iron man but like oh that's the guy who plays the main character in iron man yeah i mean especially the people that play in roles for so long like like shows like the big bang three the actors in there i mean i don't know their names I mean, they're pretty famous now but i don't know their names and i'd just be like oh it's that one guy from there or you know like like people that people that play the same role so many times and they're so like you've seen them in the screen so many times in the same role you'd be like oh yeah you just you just notice them as that while you were talking i i was trying desperately to remember the name of the guy who plays wolverine i remember it's hugh jackman oh yeah. but i was sitting here like what is that guy's name i know it's first name that came to my head was logan which is the name of the character who plays who is wolverine <laughs> that came first like no 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 hugh jackman that's it yeah yeah exactly like you really attach those people with their characters it's crazy how that works yeah i mean it makes sense right because you're seeing something on a screen and you know they're doing something bad and that gives you an emotional reaction it feels real yeah it feels real and uh, but it's weird it's it's still very it's a very strange thing you know like you you go to the actual actor and you tell them oh you're bad for this it's like bro i didn't write this like it's like i don't even like i don't know it's 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 a very strange thing but that's why i think young people do it because older people understand that these are just actors younger people are like they can't separate the two or they don't know it maybe they just don't understand it and they're like oh when you say young how young are you thinking um because i'm thinking like literal children but the way you say it kind of sounds like teenagers almost no, no 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 i'm thinking like uh maybe like pre-teens to children like 11 maybe 11 is the highest 11 12 the highest and then lower so like nobody over the age of 20 should be harassing a person for the character they play for the character they play yeah unless they just they just have a stunted they are that kind of person they have like a stunted growth or something wait what'd you say oh they are that kind of person what is that i mean? thought you meant like like if the actor is playing a horrible person and the actor themselves is actually a horrible person. Oh, okay, okay. No, if we're not, I'm not talking about what the actor's lifestyle is. But if someone's hating someone because of the character, then I mean they shouldn't be. If they, if they, if they're old enough, like twenty years old, and they're doing this, then they just don't understand life. I mean, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say anything else. But it's 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 true. I mean they should at this point they should know, right? So I kind of could see where those people are coming from a bit recently. Yeah, I think we've talked about it before. Are you familiar with the Amazon Prime show, The Boys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you watched the newest season? Not yet, not yet. Not yet. Well, there's a character in there. Character's name is Homelander. I cannot remember the name of the actor. Super creep, super creepy guy. I mean, in the show. Yeah. Very creepy. In the show, dude, super creepy. Just a horrible person. I feel like in season two, they really ratcheted up how much of an awful person the character is. Oh, wow. To the point where I I went online to find, like, promotional content and stuff like that for the show just so i could stop associating that face with the character what because i didn't want to i didn't want to every time i think of that that face think of the character so much and have such a negative reaction because like when you watch that show there were some scenes that gave me like such a negative reaction i had to remind myself this is a show it's all fictional don't don't worry about this stuff it's not real Wait, are you serious don't take it too personally it's not real do you actually have to remind yourself of that yeah, I, like, I really got immersed into the show. I, I haven't had this with any other media, so I don't know if it, what that says about the show, The Boys. But I really had to like remind myself, like, listen, there's no, no reason for me to get upset about anything that happens in the show. 
there's still okay. I'm not I'm not gonna agree with that. But what I'm gonna say is it's it's, it's pretty interesting that you say that because I don't think I've ever seen a sh- ever seen a show or a movie or a game or anything where I'm so immersed that I feel that way, that I feel that I have to go to Google and search the image. Like I don't never never had that feeling ever. To be fair, I never had it before until right now. So who knows? You know, it might happen to you. I mean, I'm just a weird one. I don't know. That's super interesting. I can't believe you got that immersed that you that you like you you knocked that face. I mean, you know, it kind of makes sense though because you've only probably seen that actor in this one certain role. Yeah, this is the only role I've ever seen him in, as far as I can remember. And and yeah, and his face is literally the face of Homelander. So it makes it makes perfect sense. You know, I mean, it's, it's like it's like people saying like Tony Stark, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Like you'll just see his face and you'll be like, oh yeah, he looks just like Tony Stark. Yeah, he looks like him, but is he him? No, right? He's not actually... I mean, he is when he's acting, but is he him in the physical world? No. Same thing with Homelander. He isn't, but he's acting... He's, maybe his acting is just that good, right? He's a great actor. Yeah, could this be his, his acting? And his video yeah, was pretty good, not gonna lie. But, you know, when I watch shows, I just think these are shows, you know, you're here to get entertained. I, I don't spend too much time on it. I, I, think, I think Usually, I don't get that immersed, but something about this show, maybe it just caught me at the right time. But like it made like there were moments where I got like genuinely angry and I was like I gotta I gotta stop I gotta like take a step back like because obviously like, media is designed to invoke some emotion right no of course yeah you should definitely get angry if something terrible happens I'm not saying that you shouldn't get that but that stuff shouldn't carry with you post the show which is what I felt like was happening where I was like I would feel bummed out and feel bummed out for way too long like a bit too long that's like kind of break down the wall between the show and the and the actors or rather build up that wall so i can just create this play in my brain you know um, i think i'm gonna disagree a little bit because i i do agree that you know it's just a show it's just a show so you know you can it's not real and etc etc but you know sometimes when you watch shows and i'm not sure if this is the case for the boys season two because i haven't watched it yet but if you watch a show and you get really angry well you should think about why am i getting angry or sad or whatever i find ma- the majority of the time this happens is because I find that it can, it's plausibly realistic. Like, it can possibly happen in reality. And so, you get angry kind of like at, you get angry like that the act is being done, look for the characters, but you also get angry that maybe it could also be happening in reality. And then you're like, oh, that's why you're angry. Because if you get angry just because someone like, you know, I uh, someone stole something in, in the show, I guess, I guess even then that can make you angry because that's very realistic. So, I don't know, it, it's really, it's really... If the more the closer it is to reality, the stronger the emotion should be, at least in my opinion. Because otherwise, if it's just fantasy, then it's like whatever. Yeah, I think I think you're right there. Cause like, I I don't feel anything when like in Star Wars, Darth Vader destroys a planet. Yeah. Like, it, it, I can't relate to that kind of scale of. I know, like in theory, that should be a really horrible thing. Cause how many people live on a planet, and to destroy that would kill so many lives. But the number is just so large, your brain just can't comprehend that. Yeah. Whereas, I'm thinking about the scenes in The Boys, when it's like, it's very personal. Yeah, exactly. They, they hor- horribly, like, beat a person to the ground. And something about that, it's like, it's so real and visceral, that's why it causes a reaction. Because you can see this happening almost in real life. Exactly. See, yeah, the point is, it's super close to reality, and you're like, hmm... And that gives you a strong emotional reaction, which is good. In my opinion, that's normal. If you don't have that kind of reaction, then I guess it's okay, but it's still a little weird. It's a little sus. I mean, it's not totally. It's a little. Now that you mentioned like how some people, some people don't feel anything. Yeah. I was thinking about how... I know there are some people who just 
who don't get any emotion out of animated movies. Because they can't bring themselves to see past that they're just drawings. Or just computer models. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I can understand that. I find that really weird. I feel like that's... No, no, no. That makes, that makes perfect sense to me. Like, I, I find the closer the media is to reality, the, the easier it is for me to, like you said, get immersed. But if it's animated, then, I mean, it's, it's definitely... I mean, it's, the immersion is kind of gone already. But do you feel nothing? Like, would you say you feel nothing? No, no, no. I mean, no, 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 not at all, not at all. I never... Well, I'm, I don't think so. I, I don't feel nothing. I obviously feel a lot of emotions. But I'm saying if someone does that, then I can understand that way more because of the reason you gave. Uh, something about the fact that they were like, oh, I don't feel anything when I watch anime movies. To the point where they just don't watch anime movies because they just don't find them engaging. Something about that it sounded weird, like not normal. You know, you know normal. what? The, the second you said it again, I just realized that's that's totally not normal. I, I just realized like I was going to say, yeah, it's understandable. and it, But n- I, I don't know. Now, now I'm thinking about it because I was thinking of the movie uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, right? And I was thinking, oh, yeah, for that movie, if you don't feel that much, uh, that's okay. Like, I don't think that's a big deal. But then if you watch a movie like like uh, A Silent Voice or Kimi no Noa, which are, which are animated movies, which are like anime, like Japanese animated movies, right? Very famous movies. If you watch those type of movies, which are, which, I mean, I'm not going to say that they're forcing you to have a reaction, an emotional reaction. Those those movies definitely, like, they try to pluck on your heartstrings. Yeah, yeah. So if, if then you say you can't get engaged in that, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Because I definitely felt emotions for both movies. And I think I think most people did. I watched one of those and I did. I wouldn't. It wasn't a strong emotion, but I definitely, I definitely got invested in the characters. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be sad. It doesn't have to be happy either. But as long as you felt something, because I, I feel like you definitely feel something watching these movies. I think the thing that bothered me about the person who said this was that it was specifically animated movies. Because like, I feel like you could apply that logic to any movie or any show. I could sit here and be like, oh, I'm not, I can't get emotionally invested because I know this is an actor playing a character. Or I know these aren't their words. Some script writer wrote this. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, okay, that's that's actually really true. Because I watch um, some K-drama that I watch. I, it's really hard for me to, um, like, understand or get invested in some of the characters' lives. Because I just find it super unrealistic. Obviously, I'm not Korean. and I don't live in Korea. I have no idea if what these people are doing is like the norm uh, in South Korea or North Korea, uh, South Korea. But the point is like when I'm watching it, I just find some of the actions that the people do in the cast. I find it so unrealistic that it's hard for me to enjoy the show sometimes, you know, and this isn't just for South Korean sh- uh, K-drama. It's for any show. But I, I notice especially in K-drama. Do you think it has to do with like a cultural difference? Oh, it could definitely be that. It could be that I'm totally... I've never been to South Korea, so maybe it could just be that I just have no idea. And this is actually how they do and how they how they react and stuff and how they talk. And I'm just completely... What's the word for culturally... Culturally... Blind. Culturally declined. Yes, exactly. Uh, blind, okay. Wait, what did you say? Blind. Oh, yeah, that's better. Right. Culturally blind. Or it could just be that, you know, no human acts like this, but they gotta do it because that's it looks good for the show, you know? I know that's the reason some people don't like anime. They feel like... The, the characters are so over the top in anime that it, they can't get immersed. Yeah. So like, yeah. if you really think about it, like, a lot of anime, it's so crazy. The, yep, the yep. way it goes with the characters and the plot lines. Yeah, I hate that too, actually. Like, a lot of times, you have characters that they go, like, they're like, screaming or they're yelling. I mean, what I'm saying is, like, they'll be like, what? Like, it's, it's, it's clearly 
crazy you know what i'm saying and i mean of course they're doing this in in in, in japanese but they'll be like they'll, it's not even a joke this is literally how they talk or some characters their quirk is that this is just how they talk their, their quirky nature not their quirk but anyways i guess it is their quirk as well but the point is like i can see and it, it, it turns me off as well when i watch it i'm like oh you know like okay we get it you're quirky but can we just like i sometimes I'm like you know mm, i can definitely see why people don't want to watch a show because of that i, I can see that I once heard about. I want to see if you relate to this, or if you understand, if you can see where this person's coming from. I once heard a complaint about Indian movies. The problem they have with Indian movies is that they try too hard to appeal to everyone. And once that person said that, I felt like I completely understood exactly what they meant. Like I could see it exactly in my head. Like, oh yeah, I totally know what, what this guy is trying to say. Hmm. Do you feel that same way? Because now I, I totally notice it when I'm watching movies that oh, this movie has action, drama, romance comedy like it puts all these things into one movie like almost all any movies are all these together whoa and it's like it's too much I, you shouldn't say all of them i okay fine not all but you know what i mean i'm gonna say most most of the mainstream bollywood movies are like that they have that nice formula where they'll be similar to that they'll have action they'll have comedy they'll, they might even have social commentary but they'll mix comedy and and these things with it but if you if you go a little bit out of the mainstream um, it's still Bollywood, but maybe a little bit out of the mainstream. You'll see, you'll see other movies like thrillers, and there's like you know, there was horror movies too for Bollywood, but you hardly ever see those in the mainstream. But you will see them in the side stream. I don't know what it's called in in like not the mainstream. So the point is, uh, I but I for the, for the mainstream movies, yes, I I I definitely see all those all those uh, categories are there. But that isn't, to be honest, I don't think that's a bad thing. Bollywood movies are bad. Well, to me, I mean, no, not bad is a strong word. Okay, first of all, I'm not gonna say they're bad. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the bad, but Bollywood movies also have a quirk. Every every kind of media has a quirk, right? For South Koreans, like I told you, it didn't seem very realistic to me. For anime, the overvoice and stuff, it seems very you know like like come on, bro. And for for Bollywood movies, if you just got rid of all the random like Disney dances in the middle of the song in the middle of the movies, the musical sections, yeah, the musical sections, like the movie would be ten times better already. So let's say you knock those out. That's one of the things that I really hate about. Unless it's part of the show. If the show cares for it, then yeah. But I really just hate that they just do this randomly. The thing is, I think my, my biggest gripe with the musical sections in indie movies is that they don't in any way advance the plot. Yeah, yeah. So you could literally just fast forward it or just t- cut that out and you would lose literally nothing plot-wise. And I, feel, I find that a waste of time. I mean, sometimes sometimes they do. Like, they'll show, like, the main characters getting together and then they're more, like, they're more together now. Right, if they're like, if it's a romance movie, then it'll be like, oh, they they they're interacting, they're interacting, and they feel more in love, and then after the thing, they're like together or something like that. I can see that happen, but I still, I don't, I don't, I don't like it at all. I don't like that. That's an idea. That's one thing that I really don't like. But the other thing is, of like, the, there's so many tropes that are used again and again and again. You know, like there's a guy going after the girl, the girl's parents hate the guy. I mean, this is very common romance in romantical movies. Or there's just a guy going after a girl, but there's some circumstances that they can't meet. It's very common because you know having little conflicts like this sells money or sells money sells the movie sells money yeah so it's funny because when you say it i didn't register until you went back and like said it again i was like that, that that's stupid <laughs> sell money yeah so yeah Bollywood movies have that little quirk and you know what their actors are like it's a little weird that they act in so many movies in my opinion and that they act in like the same roles like for so long I never thought about it, but I noticed that, yeah, like, a lot of movies have basically the same seven to eight actors, basically. Yeah, well, in the mainstream, yeah. In the, yeah, well, we're discussing mainstream because those are the ones that typically 
people outside of Indian culture will be exposed to. Yeah. And even me, like I, I'm Indian, but I don't really watch many Indian movies. So the ones that do eventually get to me are typically the more mainstream ones that have been filtered through a bunch of other people. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say a lot of, for at least Desi people, which are people that kind of live in the subcontinent area, um, it's it's for them, they'll see a lot of mainstream stuff and other stuff. But for people that don't live there, you'll have to hunt those down. And you probably won't. You'll just see the big names and you'll go after those. So there are, you know, that is that is one thing. You know, there are some movies, although there's a lot, there's a ton of Bollywood movies that are famous for just being, like, different. For instance, like, you know, there's movies like PK, and there's movies... Three Idiots. What was it? Yeah, Three Idiots or Sultan, and these movies where they don't, the romance is possibly a subplot, but the main plot is something that's interesting or different than, than you know, what the general flow was for the movies. And these movies... They do pretty well sometimes. So, I like I like them, but again... Those are definitely movies that I would recommend to someone if they're like, oh, what's some indie movies I could that I would recommend? Three Idiots, definitely. PK is pretty good. There was one I saw recently that I'm, trying to, I'm desperately trying to remember the name of, where it's like it's a, a, a crime thriller, basically. Okay, that narrows it down to nothing. <laughs> the, thing is, the reason why it stuck out to me was that it, w- it was just a crime thriller. There was no romantic subplots. There were no musical numbers. There were no like crazy action pieces. It was just one person. It was basically the movie's two people in a room. One of them's a, uh, a suspect to a crime. The other one's their lawyer. And they're just, he's just asking questions to her. And she's telling the story. And the lawyer's like, stop lying to me. Like, of course, when the it's not literally just them two talking. When she tells the story, it cuts to like, it happening so it's not like literally just two it's not like 12 angry men a movie where li- that literally takes place entirely in like one room okay but it's like just that's the entire movie just that's the entire concept of the movie and they just roll with it ask questions the person gives an answer and the person just deconstructs their entire story and basically pushes the person to tell more and you slowly piece together the real story of what actually happened that day yeah it sounds really good and it was done super well yeah, it sounds really good. I watched a movie similar to that where it wasn't exactly the same, but it was there was a there were villains and stuff. This is another Bollywood movie, which is also a crime thriller, and it was basically about someone someone had died and the police people wanted them. It was a pretty good movie, and I'd say these kind of movies uh, I like them, but they obviously don't get as famous as the the mainstream type of movies. That doesn't mean they're not good, but it's just how the web how the world flows. I can't find this movie for the life of me. I know it's like it's one of those single word movie titles. Like it's just the title is just one word. Just look in the show notes. There'll be a link to a Wikipedia page probably, and the, the link will just say that one movie I couldn't remember. That'll <laughs> be the name of the link. If you want to know what the name of the movie was. Oh yeah. So going back to the real topic, which is like, do you hate actors for their characters? So I don't think you should do that. But I'm I'm gonna say. If a, if a, if your if your favorite actor is acting as a character that you don't really want them to act as, then I think that's okay to like you know not hate them but like you know definitely dislike that. So I can see that happening as well. So you can have, you can have the opinion of I don't think this character was the right role for this actor, but you can't hate the actor because of a role. Is that what you mean? Sure, sure. Very 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 nice sense of it. I I agree with that point as well. I think the main point I was trying to say is like. Oh, this actor is acting as some character, but you just don't 
Oh, I think that's what he said. It doesn't. He doesn't fit that role, and so you're like, oh, kind of missed something up here. So I mean, maybe you dislike the producers then, but no one even knows who the producers are. You know, I mean, they're not as famous. Like, yeah, not really. Like, you can. I could name a bunch of actors. I don't think I could name like any producers that weren't also actors. Yeah, and I can't even name that many directors. I mean, a lot of directors are famous, but I can't really name that many of them. I'm under the opinion that you just you should just never. Like, I, I can't imagine getting angry at a living, breathing person because of a character who is basically just words on a page. Or at most, pictures on a screen. Nah, I disagree with that, dude. Because, I mean, come on, bro. Everyone's just... That's like saying, how can you get mad with anyone in reality? They're literally just molecules and atoms. Okay, yeah, but but there's a difference here. I Okay, I'm not saying you can't be angry. I'm saying you, you can't be angry enough to harass a person for it. Oh, you should definitely never. You should definitely never harass anyone for this. No, yeah, no one's saying that. But I do think that if you don't, if you think the actor doesn't fit the character, or you just don't like that the actor is, is working on this role. Like for instance, I'll give you a quick example in Bollywood movies. Like Shah Rukh Khan is pretty much always in the key, like the hero role, or the main character role in Bollywood movies. Usually a romantic. Usually romantic, and it's like well, that's good. But he's really he's he's pretty old now, and it's like, you know, you can kind of move on now to like a different role or any role to be honest but he's never like that it's always this specific role um well, okay maybe not always but like for the majority of movies that he's played in fact i can't even think of a movie that he hasn't played like that the funniest thing about that is that i, I want to say shadow khan's like the role that basically put his name on the map was that of a villain oh okay but that, that, that make him famous yeah i think that's the movie that basically made him famous was him playing like a pretty awful person oh interesting interesting i thought it, i thought he got famous because it's like you know the romantic movies. I think those are the ones that basically like seal his name as like an A-list celebrity in India. You know, oh, he's not even A-list anymore, dude. He's like S-list or something. He's higher. He's higher than A-listers. Okay, I wasn't sure if like A-list S-list was lower than A-list. Oh no! In in a lot of rankings, S's go S goes first. S A B C D. Yeah. Usually in games, not in most real life scales. In games, in in tier list too. So he's a star, star list. Yeah, he's incredibly famous. Like, he's so famous that's like, it's really hard to say anything against him. Do you really think... I, I don't know if I would say he's that high, though. Like, I feel like... Oh, 100%, dude. 100%. You don't think he's that high? You, but I feel like, you do think, like, if you went to a random country, like a rural area or a random country, and be like, oh, do you know Shah Rukh Khan? I feel like most people wouldn't know Shah Rukh Khan. But I feel like they would know, like, Tom Cruise. Mm, disagree, dude. Or Leonardo DiCaprio. No, not at all, bro. Oh wait, wait. Okay, are you you're saying which one is more fa- which one is more popular, Bollywood versus Hollywood? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if if Bollywood movies show in a in a country, I do think that they will know. I've had I, I I've known people like in Burma or Myanmar that know who Shah Rukh Khan is, and it's like, how do you? Even f- I mean, maybe I don't know. If if they have Bollywood movies, they know who Shah Rukh Khan is. Like they're synonymous almost. You can't. Ha- you can almost never have one without the other. You can't watch a bunch of Bollywood movies and not know who Shah Rukh Khan is. We really love these definitives, but I, I gotta say, perhaps you know. But I guess for the most part, yes. But I mean, I wouldn't. Say, I mean, I, w- I have no idea, right? We live like we live in America, so it's for us. Uh, you hear about Shah Rukh Khan once in a while, not too much. I can't believe you doxed that, Samza. Please, dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people know. But, uh, but the thing is, if you live in uh, areas where they 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 blast Shah Rukh Khan at you, then yeah, obviously, he's pretty synonymous, and he's really famous just for Bollywood movies. Yeah, but you don't think other Indian celebrities aren't? Uh, I'd say he's definitely above the re- like above 
a bunch of them. I think Amir Khan is also pretty high. But I think I'm pretty sure. Like I'm, I don't want to put any numbers on it, and I have no idea percentage-wise. But I'm pretty sure that if think you know a lot of people, even if they don't know Bollywood movies that much, or something they'll know who Shah Rukh Khan is. He's like the big boy of Bollywood. Really interesting. So are you saying like if they had to name an Indian actor, it would be Shah Rukh Khan, or that you think people just know Shah Rukh Khan? Uh, if they had to name an actor, I think it would be Shah Rukh Khan. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I I can I can kind of agree with that. I don't, I don't think the average person on the street, if you were like, oh, do you know who Shah Rukh Khan is? I bet the average person on the street would be like, who's that? Well, it's the same thing for any actor then. I wouldn't, I, like, the average person on the street in rural Pakistan wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, Tom DeCap. Like, I wouldn't know who that is. I mean, maybe they would actually. <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like, they, I feel like Tom Cruise, they're like, I feel like those are like pretty big names. Do you think, you're thinking they're bigger than Shah Rukh Khan's name though? I'm really uncertain about that. Like, perhaps in America, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely in America, but I feel like internationally. I don't think in India that would be true, or maybe it would be true in India actually. But would it be true in in areas surrounding India, like in Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka? These areas, I'm, mm, they would know these people more than Shah Rukh Khan. Maybe, maybe, but I'm I'm not sure. But it just it's not really a comparison between them. It's not a fair comparison either. Yeah, the idea is just that Shah Rukh Khan is just very famous. That's that's all I was saying. Yeah, he is a huge name. So for these people, like if you find, oh, he's acting with this person, because the thing is, you start realizing in the beginning he started acting with with his his uh female leads, which are like they're the same age. But as the time progresses, the female leads kind of they go away. Uh, dude, call it what you will. They get married, get they have children, so they leave the scene or they don't work as much. You know, Bollywood culture. I don't know much about that. But the male lead, Shah Rukh Khan, at least he'll stay and he'll get with the new female cat, the the new female people that are coming out like i mean like i don't know what to call like they're being discovered or whatever right so he'll be with those and of course if you're in a movie with Khan, you're kind of like you're up there now so it does feel a little strange when there's like a he's much older and there's much younger that's also a little strange here they're actors of course but to me it's personally it's like bro i've seen Khan so much it's like how about we move on do you think like the indian male indian actors tend to stick around for a very long period of time whereas female actors don't and so it seems weird whenever, like, there's a new female actress this year, but it's still Shah Rukh Khan every time. Yeah, and especially because Shah Rukh Khan, he's, like, he doesn't take, uh, at least for now, he's not he's not moving on to other roles. He's still staying in the same type of roles, which are, like, the action roles and adventure. I mean, you know, people like it. It sells money. Why not? But still, it's like that, you know, it's that one feeling where it's like, all right, but... but. Like, I've seen this performance before. The name was different. But this is it's the same performance, and like that's kind of gotten dull for you. Would you be more interested if like if Shah Rukh Khan came made a movie where he plays like a the the villain of the movie? Would you be more compelled to watch that movie because like oh Shah Rukh Khan's a villain? Well, I'm not really compelled to watch any Bollywood movie in the first place. But if someone had to force me and as we say after spending twenty minutes talking about Bollywood movies, yeah, I mean of course, I mean that doesn't mean that doesn't mean I love Bollywood movies. You know, I like some of them. Again, they have so many problems that I really don't watch a lot of them. And they're very long. That's like another... But whatever. They are definitely long. Yeah. The nice thing is I can understand the language. You know, but if Shah Rukh Khan came out as a villain role, like you're saying, then of course I'd be very, way more interested than as like, oh, another movie with Shah Rukh Khan is the lead. Alright, that's great. You know? What happens this time? Same thing, probably. But now it's like, oh, yo, snap. He's something else now. That's that's at least interesting. But you don't have this feeling with Shah Rukh Khan at all? Honestly, I didn't. But I think now you've you've kind of like flipped the switch in my brain. I'm gonna see it now forever. I know I am. 
every time I watch an Indian movie, it's like, oh, it's still Shah Khan being Shah Khan again. Every single time I see it now. I guarantee you. I, I, I both love and hate when that happens. When, like, you don't notice something, and the second someone points it out, you'll see it forever. Yeah, yeah. There has to be a name for that, right? Probably. Possibly. Because I know there's a, there's a name for when you learn a new word, and then you hear that word everywhere again, all of a sudden. What is that called? I don't know. There's a phrase for it. There are some words that they're actually they're actually are common, but you don't know them. And when you learn them, you're like, oh, now you see them everywhere because they're very common. And then there are other words that are not common, but then once you hear that word, you're like, oh, I'm seeing it everywhere, but it's not actually everywhere. You're just noticing it. Yeah, that's the way it is. I'm I'm pretty sure people aren't starting to say a word I just learned recently because they also learned it recently. I imagine this word has always been used. You just had never your brain never picked up on it because it was just noise before. Oh, okay. Found I found the name. I don't know how to pronounce this. Bader Minoff. Never even heard of that word. But now I'm gonna see it everywhere. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced B. Oh, it's spelled B A A D E R hyphen M E I N H O F. Sounds like two names. It probably is two names. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep pronouncing it Bader Minoff phenomenon. It's probably wrong. I even said the word phenomenon wrong there, so... Oh my goodness. That's probably not right. So, you know, we, we talked about hating actors for their characters, but what about like, what about voice actors or, like, things that aren't exactly visual? You don't see the actual actor. I think it's because I don't see the actor. I don't tie them to their role as much. Yeah, right? So, in that case, you, they, you assume that they don't get that much hate mail versus visual. I, yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, right? Because so I, mean, like, I feel like that I feel like that requires a level of research most angry people aren't willing to do. Hmm, yeah, or maybe it's way easier to disassociate someone's actor and character when you you know you can't really see their faces. You know, you're like, oh, it's not them. But... We discussed this in like an earlier episode. One of your favorite cartoons of all time, Shining Showdown. Right, right. You didn't know that one of the main characters was voiced by the same person who was the voice of SpongeBob. Yeah. Which I feel like would be a pretty big, like, Trivia fact about the show. Yeah, he doesn't sound like Spongebob at all, though, so... No, no, it's not even close. Like, it makes sense for me to not realize that watching the show, but it doesn't, like, if you search it up, then yeah, you'll be like, whoa. If I asked you to name actors, how many do you think you could name? Any actors? Any actors? Like, Bollywood, Hollywood, whatever? Yeah, just, they appear on screen. Like, they themselves appear on screen. Hmm. Probably, you know, 10, 20, possibly. 10, 20? How many voice actors could you name? Uh, can they count if they're actual, like, actual actors? If they're both? No. No. Okay, they have to be voice actors. Primarily voice actors, yeah. They might make a cameo in a, something else, but you don't associate them with, like, being on screen. SpongeBob's voice actor is Tom Kenny, right? Oh, uh, yeah? You got one? Okay, so I think I can name, um, probably one voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I can name any other. And that's why that's why I imagine it's not so much of a problem for voice actors. Cause like yeah, most people don't know the name of actors unless they see their faces so many times that they recognize it. But voice actors, their job is to, for mostly for most of them, their job is to make it so you don't recognize them. That's like their job. They have to do a voice that you don't recognize. Sure, I suppose. There are some exceptions. There are some actors, voice actors, who they have like a voice, and that's the voice they do all the time. What's the name of the guy who does Fire Lord Oza? Uh, Zuko and Rufio from Robin Hood. 
I know his name. I've said his name a thousand times in my life. I got. I got. I gotta search it up. I gotta. Search. Oh, uh, it's uh, Dante. Dante. Dante Vasco. Dante Vasco. There you go. I, I, can, I just see one piece. Yeah, Dante Vasco. I've I've heard him speak on other podcasts about how he kind of gets roped into doing that one voice a lot. We're like that's that is what his voice sounds like. That is his voice. It's beautiful. It's a nice voice. But he often talks about like how you know kind of I can do other things too. You know, and uh, the producer is always like, no, 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 do do the thing, do the thing. Yeah, yeah. So, with the, so there are obviously some exceptions to the rule. Yeah, some people are known for their voices. It is. It has become like a fun thing now, where like, it could be a bad thing, but I, I guess I have more, I have a more positive attitude towards it. Where like, I kind of find it fun sometimes when I can recognize a voice actor and be like, oh, I know that's what I know. I know who that is. <sighs> you think it's fun? I think it's disappointing. Have you has that has that ever happened to you before? Ever? Were you even like, I know that voice? Yeah, of course it's of course it's happened. It hasn't it happened many many times, many many times. But, but it. I don't know that. I don't know the voice actor's name. I just know that. Oh, this person voiced this other character. Okay, so it goes back to like earlier when we talked about how kids would be like, "Oh, that's Iron Man." He's like, "Oh, that's SpongeBob." Yeah, exactly. Like uh, this happens a lot in anime, right? They use a lot of voice actors. Someone's voices. Sometimes the voices sound very similar, and it's very. It's sometimes. Sometimes it's easy to detract. Sometimes it's very hard to detract the voice from the character. At least for me. And I definitely feel like that's that's uh, that's a shame. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people want like if you want if you have a movie, then you should have a movie with actors that you've never seen before. Like they're not famous, so you don't have any like preconceived notions before you actually watch the movie, right? Because you're like when you're watching a movie, you're like, oh, he's an actor, and you're like, okay. But that's what some people like. I mean, I don't really care either way. I felt that way a lot about the, or I feel like that happens a lot with Star Wars movies. Like, when they were making episode 9, like, Force Awakens, the first one in, like, years, right? I was expecting it to be just, like, a bunch of famous actors all over the screen. But that's not all what happened. Like, I know these people have played other roles before. I doubt they just took pure amateurs. But they picked, they were smart to pick actors and actresses who I didn't initially recognize. Or I wasn't, that most people aren't familiar with their work. Why is that? I think the reason they did that was because they didn't want to take you. You didn't want to think, oh, that's there's Leonardo DiCaprio in a Star Wars movie. They want you to think, oh, that's a Jedi in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, this happened with Johnny Depp in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. When I watched that movie in in theaters, I was, I was super shocked. First of all, that I saw, it. I was like, Johnny Depp, what the heck? I didn't think, oh, Grindelwald, he was faking it and blah blah. I was thinking. Johnny Depp, where does he come from? Like, <laughs> like it was it was pretty obvious for me, and so that was a, it was really. But you know what? I like I liked the idea that he was also in the movie because if someone's famous is in the movie, you're always like the movie's kind of like bumped up a little bit just automatically just because someone's famous is in there. It gives a bit of air legitimacy to the movie if yeah. it has like a really big name to it. Like any movie that Daniel Radcliffe is in, people will be like, "Oh, but Harry Potter was in that movie." It's not even like it's not like the movie did terrible. It doesn't matter. Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter was in there. You just think that because he's just he's just that famous. This is how these work. There are definitely a lot of characters. I feel like a lot of the MCU actors, I'm going to do that for a long time. But if I see him in another movie, I'll be like, oh, there's Hulk. There's Bruce Banner. Oh, yeah. You see Captain America, you're like, you're thinking Captain America. Especially, yeah, specifically Chris Evans. I feel like Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. are the two bigger ones. Well, I'm gonna, I, I honestly don't know if I'll ever be able to break that association. You know what I don't like? Maybe this is just like a little petty thing of me, but I don't like it when people conjoin movie characters which is like they see Captain America or I'm thinking of, or for Ant-Man right he's worked in other movies they'll see him 
in other movies and they'll be like wow look at Ant-Man doing these funny things or you know some of that was like oh he's acting like this because it's like bro these are different characters and told they're not even you know it doesn't even make sense but they'll do this I, I just don't like it just I don't know I just dislike that a lot like people pretend like it's like a, like a crossover or something yeah yeah like anytime they see Paul Rudd on screen they don't think it's Paul Rudd playing a character they think oh that's Ant-Man doing Ant-Man things I just give Ant-Man example but I usually see this happening with like you know actually this happens with any character like, they'll say like for Johnny Depp they'll say oh that's Jack Sparrow doing Jack Sparrow things or it's like what are you talking about bro like this is not the same John it's not the same world like I don't even know it I hate that a lot this, this sounds like fan fiction AU territory yeah yeah it's super it's super but I see this all the time with MCU characters as well oh Iron Man that's just how that's just how Tony Stark is you know bro he's not even he's not even, what are you talking about like it doesn't even exist in this world I've never experienced this before. I don't know where this is coming from, but... You've never seen this. I've seen so many tweets where they talk about this. So many. It's like, it's ridiculous. And this happens a lot with K-drama as well. So it's like, mm, I don't know. I don't like I don't like the idea. The idea that, you know, your actor, the actor is defined by the character. So you see the actor in somewhere else and all of a sudden you're just associating the other character with him. If I, if I ever do get the opportunity to experience this, I probably will hate it too. Yeah, I think you would. If it ever happens, I'll let you know. I'll be like, Hamza, it's happening! It's happening! I can't believe you haven't seen it, but it's pretty It's pretty common, in my opinion. This might be another case of the Bader-Heinhoff phenomenon. Well, I'll notice it now all the time. Oh my goodness. Yes, sure. Of course. Alright guys, so that's the end of this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed our little discussion here. And we hope to see you next time. Bye. Nobody would ever know that was the 15th take. Oh my god, don't, don't put that in, dude.